genre. This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome to Retheme This, the Patreon exclusive edition of Theme Park This, where we dare to retheme the most beloved of attractions. My name is Scott Corelli, and with me I have Kyle Crane. Hello. And Brian Green. One last spooky episode to uh, close out the month. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today we're not talking about anything in particular, uh, which is new for, for the Retheme This concept. Mm-hmm. Um, we, are, we are talking Halloween overlays. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and so we're not, uh, we're not retheming any particular attraction. Uh, we've each chosen, uh, our own attractions to retheme, uh, for the, the spooky Halloween season. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone, by the way, if you're listening to this on the day that, that it's being released, it is Halloween today. Yay. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's spooktacular. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. I hope you're, uh, inside safe eating candy, uh, you know, rotting your teeth and your brain with uh, horror movies, um, as as you ought to do on Halloween. That's what I've been doing all week. That's what I've been doing yeah. all month. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, so, wh- how do we how do we all feel about um, overlays, holiday themed overlays? You know, it, they've they've become sort of a a touchy subject with a certain uh, uh, type of theme park fan. Um, R- Ryan Gosling apparently is one of them. Um, and uh, I just want to know what you guys think about about these holiday overlays. Are they are they worth it? Um, you know, does it depend on how how good they are? Uh, what what do you guys feel about them? I so go ahead. I'm sorry, Brian. Go. Oh, ahead. so I think it just depends on you. Know, first off, how good they are. Uh, yeah. Two, how long they're lasting, and I think that's like the main problem with the uh, haunted mansion. Uh, the the. Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion overlay is that it just it's so long and it takes over Halloween and Haunted Mansion is already a spooky attraction. So the fact that it takes over in October makes no damn sense. Like Mm -hmm. if it they if they closed it down November 1st and opened it by what November 15th and had Mm -hmm. it through the through January, that would make perfect sense to me. Yeah. And but it's just too long and it's weird. Yeah. I've never ridden it myself and I've always wanted to. I was supposed to be like we had talked about my wife and I had talked about going to Disneyland this October and then, you know, COVID happened. Uh, so that uh, I might have to wait till next year to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really know. To, I haven't ridden any other other holiday overlays I can think of. So really, yeah, that was going to be my question is what ho- holiday overlays are there? Then, uh, obviously the big one is the nightmare for Christmas overlay, but there's also the jingle cruise mm-hmm. in, uh, in at least magic kingdom. Did they do that out in Disneyland? I can't remember. I don't remember head. if they did it last year. I, if okay. I remember correctly, they did not. And people were upset about it. So I imagine it'll be back the year after. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's so, like I, I I feel like they just don't listen to uh to to uh fans in terms of like like oh oh they don't they don't they're they're complaining that the overlays are, are there's too many too much of the overlay or 
whatever. So like, we'll just do the nightmare before Christmas one, the one that everyone loves. And we'll, we'll not do the, the jingle cruise. And it's like, well, that's not, no, that's not, you're not listening to the details of what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The problem with the, with the haunted mansion thing is I think a larger issue with nightmare before Christmas, which some people continue to believe is a Halloween movie, despite the fact that it absolutely is not in any way whatsoever. Um, I think so. That's I think that's the problem is that people think it's a Halloween movie when it's not. It's a Christmas movie. And so uh, I think Disney is like, oh, yeah, it's a Halloween movie. Right. And it's like somebody just needs to lay down the line and just say definitively that it is absolutely one of the creators needs to definitively say preferably Tim Burton, because I think he's the only one anyone would listen to. Most people think he directed the movie anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, Tim Burton just needs to come out and say like, oh yeah, no, that that's not, that is a Christmas movie. That's why I made it because I don't like Christmas and uh-huh. I wanted to make a spooky Christmas movie. That's the whole reason I made it. It's a Christmas movie, not a Halloween movie. Um, why would I want to ruin Halloween with Christmas? That doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, I think it's a larger problem with that. I don't even think it's, I think it's like, you know, Imagineers just being like, yeah, whatever, like doing what they're told and putting the thing up. But I agree. Like if you went down November 1st, came back up two weeks later and then kept that until January, yeah, it would rule and no perfect. one would complain about it. No one would complain about it because it rules. It's really good. Um, it's great. It's so good. That over, that overlay is so good. The problem is just that it's too, it starts too damn early. Mm-hmm. That's it. I want to smell that gingerbread real bad. Yeah, it's everyone good. talks you can about smell it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. Um, I will say the other major overlay, which I believe is uh, well, I, I do know is exclusively at um, the Disneyland Resort is uh, Monsters After Dark. Oh yeah, yeah. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, um, which also rules. So uh, if they're if they're done well uh, and the and the timing is good, um, they're great. And so I think I think we should uh, uh, I, I think overlays are great and I don't think people should be afraid of them um, as long as they're done uh, appropriately mm-hmm. and at a uh, quality level because Jingle Cruise is lame like it's cheesy but Jungle Cruise yeah, is it, cheesy it's totally- so it's like perfect it's <laughs> like Jingle Cruise is dumb like it's super dumb but the whole ride is dumb so it works awesome it's like the yeah. perfect thing i can't wait for the uh for the for the second jungle cruise movie to just be called jingle cruise it's just the rock <laughs> saving christmas oh on his, on his boat i want this <laughs> yeah so bad. I mean, i'm there yeah opening day yeah two tickets yeah. let's do this yeah, yeah. yeah. uh for oh sure. uh, the uh knott's Berry has the uh the the calico boat ride that's halloween as well oh right you're right that's true um so there's some there's some overlays i think they they happen more they're they're usually not super well done um you know they're usually kind of lazily done uh especially at things like six flags and and stuff like that sometimes like i think i think sometimes they're like low-key ones like um I don't think they actually do this, but this is the sort of thing I'm thinking of. Like on uh, on Incredicoaster, the they like put little like skeleton masks on the baby, you know, like something like that. Mm. It's like it'll mm-hmm. be something like little little thing, like on Jack Jack. That it'll is be so morbid. Well, yeah, but well, just a mask, <laughs> not like like he's like dressed up for Halloween. I don't know. He, they don't actually do that. I'm just saying as like an example of something like really right. fast that they can just throw up, and that's that's what most mm. of these overlays are. Would that make him um, Jack Jack Skellington? Uh, 
I th- you're so fast, Brian. I, I, you're so fast. If, if only this wasn't behind a paywall, I think Disney would have just hired you. Wait, right? Because um, <laughs> uh, that's 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 a slam dunk. Um, so yeah, so we did. We actually talked a lot about about Christmas overlays, but um, what we're talking about today, obviously, are Halloween overlays, spooky season overlays. Um, and I'm very curious what you guys cooked up. Uh, I am going to start with Kyle. Kyle, where? Yeah. What? What is? What is the ride? Why did you choose it? And and what's your what's your spooky overlay? I could come up with so many reasons for why I chose this, but uh, so my ride is going to be mm-hmm. Tom Sawyer Island, oh. specifically in the Magic Kingdom, and I'm going to do a Sleepy Hollow overlay for it, Ooh. primarily oh. because uh, I feel like I'm compelled to, since Ichabod Crane is my forefather. So. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what, what's what's your guys' familiarity with the uh, with the uh, Sleepy Hollow? Just the like the Disney version, the Tim Burton version. Are you guys fans of that story around this time? I of the love year? the the Disney version. That was great. Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, the Tim yeah. Burton version is like uh, is like my go to Halloween movie. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's I love it. That that movie is kind of an underrated gem. Yeah. I don't think it, like people don't talk about it as much as I think it's deserving. There's, it's a very clever like mystery movie and a horror movie at the same time. I don't I don't know what I, I just don't understand how people can't just be obsessed with the idea of a British character actor period piece slasher film like. Yeah. What part of that are you guys not into? Because that rules. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that rules completely. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it, it it should be a a Halloween classic, just like uh, the Hocus Pocus or something like that. Yeah. But, and I mean, to, you know, to, to some people, it is. But I even like the uh, the Fox TV show from a few years back, where it was like Ichabod mm. Crane in the current day. You know, it was kind of like it was almost like a kind of a American version of Doctor Who. Yeah. In some that way, was a bad you know? robot joint, right? Uh, I think it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was uh, the Kurtzman, I think, yeah. and the other dude. I don't know his name. But, um, yeah, it was uh, short lived even at four seasons. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. So anyway, uh, the Disney version of Sleepy Hollow, though, is a classic here in the Crane household. We watch it multiple times throughout the season. Um, especially, you know, it's a, the, the Adventures of Mr. Toad and Ichabod Crane. Mm-hmm. It's just a great double feature from Disney. And uh, I always wish that there was a full-time Sleepy Hollow attraction there in the parks, but I don't know if that would maybe get old in the seasons it wasn't Halloween. So I figured Tom Sawyer Island would be a good place to put this. So the, what I'm envisioning with this, it, it, Tom Sawyer Island is not my favorite attraction by any stretch of the imagination. I feel like it's almost like you can do it once, maybe every like four or five trips and you've gotten your fill of it and there's not really much of a reason to go back. It's um, sure. it, As I grow older, it becomes an incredible increasing uh risk for my health you know? sure. there's a lot of you could sprain an ankle on on that island and just be stuck there uh for a while <laughs> so i kind of try to avoid the tight caves and stuff like that so um the idea here is that this so tom's our island as we know is closed in the evening probably because of that safety reason mm-hmm. so you really only get like six hours at the most of it out of the day you're there maybe less than that so i figured like during the halloween season why not open it up in the evening as a haunted attraction for an extra like uh, add-on ticket type thing, maybe oh. like say $20 a person. So that's kind of what I'm envisioning here uh, that it would be half kind of like haunted overlay and then also half Halloween party itself. So the idea here is that you'd go into Memento Mori in Liberty Square and you'd buy a $20 ticket for the 
uh, uh, Baltus Van Tassel Halloween party, which in the movie is the one where Ichabod Crane goes to and then uh, meets his fate after the party riding home uh, to, uh, from from the party. So um, guests who would attend this could uh, come in costume. I guess it's a Halloween party mm-hmm. if they want to. But the uh, Halloween party itself would consist of some uh, area uh, or see, era appropriate stuff. So you've got like, you know, uh, different dishes that would be served at a 1790 Halloween party. There'd be bobbing for apples and music of the era. And then, of course, ghost stories where a actor playing Brom Bones would be telling people about the local legends of the island, including the Headless Horseman tale. So the idea here is that you're kind of the Ichabod Crane surrogate in this case. You've gone to the Van Tassel party, and then, of course, as things go, you need to get home. So at some point, since Tom Sawyer Island is broken up in two different sections, we have the Fort Longhorn part, which is kind of, I think, like the north part of the island. And then the larger Tom Sawyer Island is the south part, and that's the one, of course, with the caves and uh, the different like abandoned houses, the mill, and all that stuff you can walk through. So the idea is, after you leave the party, you have to go, of course, through the bridge to get over to the other portion of the island. And I'm assuming what we do here is just put a big uh, like a, a covering over it, since that's kind of how the bridge is depicted in the cartoon and the movie and everything, uh, to get to the other part of the island, which would be haunted. And I'm thinking that this would consist of ghosts of the era, like maybe dead British uh, redcoat soldiers, uh, haunted scarecrows that have come to life, uh, maybe different uh, uh, colonial of uh, col- col- what col- colonize is it colonizers the word or i guess <laughs> colonial that's not the word i want to use but you know what i mean uh settlers in the area colonizers i think you're right they, sure yes yeah if they're colonizers they deserve death so anyway <laughs> the, uh, the island be uh they have like cemeteries and stuff like that on it maybe jack-o'-lanterns uh lighting everything up mood lighting uh different fogs and stuff like that to uh to, to make the island look spooky and the idea here is it's kind of a free roaming spook zone if you will mm. so guests would go out on the island and could walk around and just all of a sudden like a you know a dead british soldier jump on go ah, and scary or whatever uh and then of course the ghost who uh, runs the place the headless horseman would be walking around as well and jumping out and scaring guests now of course you couldn't get a horse on the island so i'm figuring you maybe at some point in the thing you'd have like an animatronic horse mm. maybe on top of one of the hills or something like that uh the caves are very spooky as they are right now so i'm thinking mm. just for safety concerns maybe you put an animatronic in there or some sort of projection or something like that sure. to scare guests uh but that is a um uh, <laughs> a prime area for an anxiety freak out if i if i i usually get kind of like a cla- claustrophobic when I go them as is um but kind of the whole idea of this island is that the uh, aunt polly's lemonade stand that is on the southernmost part of the island that would be converted to kind of a safe zone so the idea is if you can get across the island to that safe zone you could get like a hot cider mm. and pumpkin pie and then maybe also because you know it's Disney wants you to spend money here. Uh, purchase maybe a limited edition pin that says that you attended the Van Tassel Halloween party. So, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I thought that would be kind of a fun use for an attraction that doesn't get a whole lot of use in the evening. And, of course, uh, with an extra ticket on top of it, there's no way Disney would ever pass that up. And it could be run concurrently with Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And maybe mm-hmm. could, with, with um, kind of ghost-free roaming the island, could give people that little bit extra of a scare that you don't get out of Mickey's Not-So-Scary yeah. Halloween Party. So if you were to kind of uh, uh, 
service as a place to kind of suck guests in yeah. and then also offer something maybe a little bit more adult as well. It'd be so. like the Halloween equivalent of, uh, of uh, Videopolis. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's the exact, uh, I think, uh, audience we're going for here is kind of like teenagers to like, mm. you know, like older adults and stuff like that. So, but of course it's Disney, so there wouldn't be like alcohol or anything like that yeah. involved. But uh, um, yeah, that's... Um, I, have a, I, have a, this... I have a small little little plus up for your, your horse animatronic that you were talking about. Oh, you kind of like threw that out and I just thought like, oh, this would be a really cool way of doing that because you you said you mentioned that like you you can't have him riding the horse and i agree you can't really do that but you can do sounds and so you can yes. like throughout you can hear the clop the 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 you know, clip clop of the, of the horse coming. And like, maybe as you get to the bridge, you hear it like coming faster, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yes. Um, like yeah, it's coming towards you and then passes you by and you're like, what happened? But, um, uh, uh, in terms of the animatronic itself, what, what you could do is when the, when the, when the Tom Sawyer Island goes down for the day before coming back up for the night, you can have, um, in the distance, you know, sort of like built into where they do, uh, Fantasmic and everything. You can have a big, uh, sort of globe rising behind everything. And then as it gets, like full it's the moon and it's it's a light yeah. it's a big light so that it's like a moon and then you have the silhouette of like the the animatronic of that horseman on the horse in front of the moonlight the, the big moonlight um so that like from the distance it's like oh there he is there's the horseman like in the distance yeah that's cool i uh, love that yeah that'd be a great photo everybody'd have to get to for like the halloween season oh yeah so. for sure um no that's yeah. a really cool idea really cool use of that island that um i think is uh, you know, other than Fantasmic, really needs something else. They really need to yeah. figure out something else to do with that island because it, it's kind of served its purpose. I actually like the one in Disneyland better because it's got the pirate thing going on, right. which is a lot of fun for kids to go around. But the one in Disney World is kind of like it just—I mm, don't know—something needs to be done. It's, it's occupying a lot of space. So, yeah. Um. All right, Brian, what do you got? So I decided to go a little unorthodox with. Uh, mm. With my spooky overlay, and I mean, when I say unorthodox, it's because it's a ride that has not yet opened, and so I've never ridden, and no (laughs) one has ridden, aside from, I think, the people that were in the commercial that I found. Uh, I I am going to re-theme The Secret Life of Pets off the leash, um, (laughs) which was supposed to open uh, in March. But like yeah. March 27th, according to the article I'm looking at right now, like uh, a week after everything closed. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, this was a ride that was supposed to open in March. Obviously, that never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had I had tickets to the uh, the the early thing. Like I signed yeah, up. Yeah, that like, breaks my heart for you, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the, I've never even seen one of those movies. Like, it's it's fine. It's but by all accounts, the ride looks really cute. Like, it, yeah, it does. I, I'm true. excited for it. Uh, I do need to watch those movies before I write it, though. Um, but no, it's so uh, if you don't know, if you haven't read anything about the Secret Life of Pets ride, uh, the concept is that you are a, a an orphaned pet. <laughs> you need to <laughs> you are riding through New York City in a cardboard box to get adopted. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is so sad. It's unbelievably sad if I if you think about it for too long. Uh, but the the big wow thing that they do is there's a point where you look into like a mirror and or like a fake mirror that transforms you into a dog, and so you you go you go in front of this mirror and it makes you into like one of five breeds, and then each of those five breeds has three different co- color options. Uh, 
so you see yourself as a dog in that screen and then you go through new you, york you, city you said you, you you're you're re-theming this yes do, do, is that even necessary yes i am re-theming this <laughs> <laughs> this sounds horrifying just for halloween uh so my concept here uh, is i am taking this and turning it into a little shop of horrors ride uh Ooh, and i decided on this wow. because it's the the one ride that has a nice city uh you know nice city mm-hmm. to be in uh of course they would have to scuzz it up for the halloween because you know skid row mm-hmm. is not like the new york that's portrayed in secret life of pets mm-hmm. uh and so when you get to, when in the same spot where you would see yourself as a dog you actually transform into an audrey 2 plant uh and so <laughs> you see yourself as an audrey 2 plant you're still in the cardboard box because the cardboard box is your planter and that's where you're being oh. planted uh and you go through and it's you know it's going to be a storybook right version of little shop of horrors let's let's be honest uh but you're going to go through and you are taking over the world as an audrey 2 plant from outer space and Mm. you're going to help audrey 2 take over the planet earth that's pretty cool yeah i love that yeah are we talking original score or are we using the score from the film uh i think we're going to do original score because you got to have don't feed the plants at the end yeah and you know I, i i never sat right with me that they 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 change the ending of the of the play for the movie uh oh have you not seen the director's cut oh i've seen the director's cut but oh. it's not the one that's that everyone knows oh yeah oh i've seen okay. it okay but okay yeah that's the i mean that's the ending from the play right yeah yeah yeah. i cut? love that oh, okay oh yeah yeah i love that oh, okay I, I love the original <laughs> ending where you take over the or they take over the world and that's what i want yeah. for my ride okay fair enough yeah um i am i am uh uh I am dumbfounded that you did not do Treehouse of Horror. I we've talked about it, <laughs> so I thought let's do something that we haven't talked about already. Yeah, so uh, we want to do a Treehouse of Horror Simpsons reskin. It's it's obvious, you know. Yeah, we, we've we've yeah. talked about this several times before. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think I think too. If you're going to do that, you retheme the whole area. Oh yeah, the whole whole Springfield. You make it um, uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Krusty Land. Oh yeah, that would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if, y'all, if you have not watched the Halloween of Horrors episode of The Simpsons, it's from I think season twenty-seven or twenty-six. Uh, mm-hmm. It is the best episode since I would say season twelve. Like, yeah, I think that it true. is. It's really, really it, good. It is so good. Homer's not a jerk ass. He is a mm-hmm. good father that <laughs> helps his children, and <laughs> it has some great theme park parody in the at the in the first act. It's so good. A jerk ass. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I decided uh, I I was I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with this Um, for a while. I just sort of like was running through uh, all of the rides in my head and trying to think of like the best ones and what I liked. And I think, you know, I I really like Haunted Mansion, you know, uh, turning into the Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it's really good, Um, but it's not it's still the Haunted Mansion. It just has a lot of, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff in it. Um, which in it, and it's all good and it, and it works really well and it's, and it's, you know, really well themed. But, um, I think between that and the, and the guardians, uh, monsters after dark, I prefer monsters after dark because they really go out of their way to retheme the, the whole ride. And then like the videos are different and the storyline is different. Monsters after dark is like literally a sequel to guardians of the galaxy, uh, mission breakout, um, where it's like, Oh, all the monsters are out uh we did that whoops (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty great um 
So uh, I wanted to do something similar to that. Uh, and so what I've decided to do is the amazing adventures of Spider-Man Goblin's Revenge. Oh, um, oh. and so I've, I've rethinked this whole thing. I've given it an original story. I've done, I've done the whole thing. Um, so first of all, uh, you enter through the daily bugle, which has been decorated for Halloween. And uh, you are told as, you know, tourists, like you are in the right in the in the original ride, um, you are told by Robbie Robinson that Jonah and the rest of the staff are at a Halloween party in a secret location. Uh, but Robbie doesn't care for Halloween. So he stayed behind to man the ship. Uh, and then as you go along in the queue, you learn about a riot and breakout that happened at the Ravencroft Institute for the Criminally Insane. But so far, it has been unclear about who has broken out. Um, but then you get a video call from the secret Halloween party. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's a secret location. It's like one of those, like you get invited and then you get like a GPS location and you go, but no one, no one really knows where the, where it is, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, uh, a video, they get a video call at the Halloween party and the green goblin takes over looking for a fight. Um, with Spider-Man. So he is, he, Norman Osborn broke out of the Ravencroft Institute and has now taken over this Halloween party where J. Jonah Jameson is. Uh, and of course he's, uh, throwing a big fit on the, on the video call. Robbie, uh, d decides that he, he, he needs to pull out the old scoop vehicles out of storage, uh, because they have a homing device that will lead you directly to J. Jonah Jameson because no one knows where this Halloween party is. So the scoop, the, the GPS in the scoops is the only way to find it. Um, <laughs> So everyone uh, uh, boards the uh, scoop vehicle and you start going on your way. Um, and in the uh, opening bit where you're sort of going through the, the, the back alley of the city um, and you see the silhouettes of Spider-Man, mm -hmm. those silhouettes are not Spider-Man. They're Venom. Oh. Um, and, and so, uh, uh, you know, you get these little hints of venom. And then when Spidey jumps on your car at the beginning, um, he says, normally I love this time of year because I don't get any complaints about the webbing. I live, all leave all over the city because everyone thinks they're <laughs> festive decorations, but, but, with, but with the green goblin on the loose today, tonight might prove to be the most dangerous Halloween of my life and, and yours. yours. <laughs> 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 and then. And then, uh, and then he is joined by Venom, who also jumps on um, onto the thing and says that he's going to help him. Um, uh, you know, join forces with him, and 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 they're going to help. Venom is going to help uh, uh, Spider-Man uh, find uh, and uh, and stop the Green Goblin because Venom believes that it's not just the Green Goblin that broke out um of uh, the ravencroft institute so the homing beacon leads you to the halloween party and as you enter um the beginning of it you have to go through like a cheesy haunted house with like you know <laughs> decorations and like the little ah, 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 like those like the little like yeah. little pop out robots and the um and the like the like the pretzel dark ride style um kind of uh, uh stuff and then when you enter into the first scene uh, you are in the uh, uh, in the Halloween party, and the goblin is flying around the Halloween party, 
Spider-Man enters, you know, trick or treat. And then uh, Goblin takes the takes J. Jonah Jameson hostage and races off, leaving Spider-Man to deal with the others. Um, have fun with my friends. So then you take it, you turn a corner. And here's the thing that I love about about the Amazing Spider-Man ride. Right. You have the Sinister Syndicate because there's only five of them. So they can't be called the Sinister Six, which I love. But I also love that uh, they have Scream, which is a villain that like I wouldn't even consider popular in the 90s. It was a villain that existed in the 90s. Um, not exactly a popular character, but you could tell that like they couldn't get Venom. They couldn't get Carnage. So they were stuck with Scream, um, presumably. But I like I love the idea of having this like total like F list villain um, as part of this team, because I think it's really funny. So the first villain that you see after the goblin leaves, um, Swarm replaces uh, the villain uh, Electro in the ride. So uh, in the original ride, Electro like electrocutes you and then gets electrocuted and goes away. In this scene, um, Swarm comes out. Swarm is a uh, uh, anthropomized man made of bees, um, and he sends the bees at your car. Um, so that's the that's the first bit. The second bit, uh, the scene that um, is usually oh is is scream jumping at your car um, is replaced by Mysterio, who sends you down like a spooky portal, uh, and then you end up in the sewer where the lizard attacks, um, and then. Uh, in the section where Doc Ock breaks through the brick wall, that's actually glass. And you see a man, a silhouette of a man walk by the glass and then transform into carnage and break through the glass. Um, oh. And then that's when like Venom is like, I knew, I knew it. And then he comes in and like, you know, or we knew it, I guess he's Venom. Um, <laughs> and then he, he, you know, starts beating up on, on carnage and, uh, and then the uh, green goblin replaces the hobgoblin. That's pretty obvious, I guess. But this time Jonah is tied up and hanging underneath the glider and just like cursing and ruining the day of Spider-Man <laughs> um, as he's under there. Um and then we lead into like the main, uh, the main area where all the villains attack Spider-Man. Um, and in the bit where Doc Ock would use the gravity gun on you and you would lift up this time, Mysterio grabs your car and then grows the size of like a, a kaiju and Ooh. is in your hand and then throws you. And then, uh, Venom and Spider-Man and the other villains are all playing keep away with the, with, with the scoop vehicle as you bounce or uh, bounce around, um, falling uh as you go and then uh you know of course venom and spider-man save the day and then it ends with uh the two of them uh wishing you happy halloween and you're uh out and on your way um so it's all it's all the spooky spider-man villains uh you know coming out and uh causing a ruckus during a halloween party very cool i i think i think it wouldn't just be a, a holiday overlay that might be a permanent fixture after it's done because i think you improved on that ride in every uh -huh. way especially including venom which is just a hot property right now too that's true know. that's true yeah. yeah i don't know i that's think great. you could have improved it. on it by including swiss miss everyone's favorite spider-man villain <laughs> you're off the podcast no <laughs> is it because i've referenced uh, that musical that everyone loves no, because you referenced a, a villain that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, not spooky. And I use Swarm. He's in it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Can so, it be, can it be the turn off the dark version of Swarm? Where he looks yeah, like he's sure. like, been punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. That's fine. 
Um, so, uh, so anyway, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, uh, me, the spooky adventures of Spider-Man goblins revenge. I, I love, love it Halloween too. Overlay. Um, all right. Well, that's our, uh, that's our retheme, uh, retheme this everybody. Um, I hope you, uh, hope you enjoyed happy Halloween, uh, stay safe out there and, uh, we will talk to you again with a, uh, a new episode next week. If you're not a fan of the nerds that your kids brought home from trick or treating, send them to me. It's Brian Green eight seven. No, ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this. We're gonna just to just to celebrate Halloween with everybody. We're gonna put this on the main feed. So if you're listening yeah. to this on the main feed, um, you know, enjoy Happy Halloween, and uh, maybe uh, go check out the Patreon if, yeah, if you want more yeah. more episodes like this. Um, so, uh, thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, that's duelinggenre.com slash support. And, uh, we will be back next week with a brand new regular episode of theme park. This bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.